to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Big Bad Boys of Podcasting and DJ Impact. And I've got a couple of the bad boys here with us. We don't have Sin City Steve because he's at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which is happening right now. And so um, he will more than likely uh, be back in the following weeks, but the show must go on. So welcome to the show again. If you're listening to us live, feel free to throw your comments uh, in, and we'll try to get it in as we see fit. We're always live on YouTube live uh, twitch live and and facebook live so make sure you join us on those platforms and if you can't be on the live show you can always download the podcast which is pretty much on every podcast podcast platform there is all right so with that let's get right into our wrestling talk All right, four-way stop. I'll start with you, Simon Street. What was your highlights for this week's wrestling? Wow. Well, after just getting done for, uh, you know, watching Forbidden Door, uh, first of all, shout out to y'all fine gentlemen. I know that you're not the biggest supporters of AEW, but I appreciate you letting me watch as much as I can before coming on. So I appreciate that. Um. (laughs) A lot of highlights, but also too a little bit from WWE. Uh, you know, one thing I will say, uh, a couple highlights was NXT 2.0, uh, Solo versus Waller. Uh, you know, Grayson Waller was a really good match. I mean, obviously, you know the outcome. Uh, Sokoa didn't, you know, go over, but it's good for Waller because we already know that uh, Solo is destined for great things, and it's coming through, especially with the changes coming back to NXT. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the right people in place are going to make sure that that happens even better than what it's supposed to. Um, other things for me that were highlights was SmackDown, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for Sami Zayn. Uh, I felt that that was a good match. I think there was a lot going in. I think we expect great things for them. They've had great matches before in the past, um, and they did not disappoint. Um, you know, also too, uh, coming up McAfee, uh, uh, you know, uh, challenge to Corbin, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure impact you're excited for something like that. I'm really not a big Corbin guy, but I think that would be a good match to see McAfee jump back up in there. If, uh, you know, Corbin answers the challenge, I'm sure he will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of highlights from uh, Forbidden Door, man. It was, a, I felt like it was a good pay-per-view uh, for the most part, based on consistency. Uh, you know, uh, Pac winning the uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship. It was a really good match. I thought Miro was going to be the one that was, that, that was the match was made for him. Obviously, it wasn't. Really great showing for all those guys. Also, too, uh, yeah. I would say, and I'll talk a little bit more later on, but Will Ospreay, uh, you know, in uh, versus Orange Cassidy was a really good one as well. Uh, overall, just 
pretty good in wrestling. I wish I could say the same for uh, Raw, but there wasn't too much. But that's pretty some pretty much some okay. of my highlights. No doubt. Matt Michaels, what did you have for your four-way? Uh, the honorary Ooze, Sami Zayn. Uh, great promo. Great match against uh, Shinsuke. Uh, wish it, I wish or I would cash it in on Brock Lesnar when uh, he was talking to Paul. That was fucking great. And Sammy then doing that silent reaction to uh, to Paul's look. Uh, that was just beautifully done. Uh, Shanky dancing to the New Day theme with the uh, trombone. That was beautiful. Oh, wow. uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the commentary, I think it was Corey who said he, or or was it one of the New Day guys who said he's walking on in you just like he did 3MB, uh, which was uh, pretty pretty clever stuff. Uh, Viking Raiders, uh, Pat McAfee, these ninja-like nimble Vikings attacked them from behind, which was <laughs> excellent. Uh, Raquel, uh, with Sonia on her back, and yet able to slam Zaya was amazing. That was yeah. just like she looked like she was huge uh mm -hmm. with with those women in the ring. Uh Natty as Rhonda was pretty great. Uh Rhonda had a couple good lines. I almost didn't recognize you without your rack out. And uh I'm also not getting I'm also not going to mutilate my body chasing impossible industry beauty standards like you do. Yeah. That was pretty. Man, crazy. that was some brutal <laughs> thing going on there. So, yep. Yeah, and just to add to that, I um I thought I would give a shout out to Rhonda because I I get kind of nervous when I when she has the mic because I just feel she's not there yet on the mic. So every time she comes, I go, "Oh my god, please don't say nothing that causes the people to go what and start just booing." But that promo was probably one of the best she's had in a long time. And she was on point with everything she said. So big shout out to that. Uh, of course, I had the backstage segment with Kayla, Paul, and, and Sammy. That that definitely was uh, was awesome. I You know, the women's fatal five-way to who's going to face Bianca. I thought that that was a cool match. I didn't care necessarily for... Uh, you know who she's going to be fighting, but that that's all right. I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, for for what we have at the moment. Um, also, I, I like what they were doing with the entire Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. You know, just completely removed them, and then they had to uh, come together to beat the Usos to be back into the Money in the Bank match. Because of course, if either one of them win, you know, they could cash in. And 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 beat Roman Reigns, so you know we'll see where that goes uh, tonight. Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. I will say that I was somewhat uh, impressed by that match, and um, and a little bit more in Orange Cassidy. I, I give that guy shit a lot, and that's just because it's it's I, I don't I, I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, he still puts his hands in his pocket. He's been doing that for several years now. Mm. But what I found this is that I, there was a little bit more of athleticism I, I felt that came. And I think you have to have that if you're going to go against Will Ospreay because that dude, the more I see him, and I'm, I'm, I haven't watched tons of his matches, but the more I see him, this guy is, um, is definitely on point. And you've got to be ready to uh, – uh, the combat and Orange has some pretty good moves on him, so I, I'll, I'll give a good shout out to that tonight. So uh, that'll be my four way, but we got to get right into our 
too sweet for the week. So let's do it. Oh, and look, uh, before I started too sweet, it looked like uh, Sean said, hey, his uh, highlight was Kushida returning to New Japan this week since leaving NXT. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So there you go with that. Uh, too sweet for the week. I- I'll start this off, fellas. Uh, hey, uh, the Elias concert, right? I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> that was cool to see it again. And how they did the whole thing with uh, with both guys on the couch. I mean, that was just beautiful uh, done. Um, and-, and I also want to shout out the storyline. I-, I know there's some people that probably just, just hate it, but this has been masterfully done from the beginning. And mm-hmm. K- KO is definitely one of the big reasons for that. Um, it's this it just shows out how well of um not only you have to be good when it comes to your athleticism but you got to be good in terms of your your acting skills and and making it believable and Kevin Owens is one of those people that's like dude this guy gets in and he he gets it and it's and it's exciting so i'm i'm enjoying it even more after that concert you know, the Von Wagner and Brooks Jensen's uh, match, I actually like that. Uh, Santos Escobar looked like he was going to throw the uh, the Nucks over into uh, – <laughs> well, not that one. Not, that one I'm sorry. I'm, I'm skipping two there. Give me a second. Um, I'm going to jump over that match. one in a minute. Yeah, that was the last one. Um, but, no, um, the Wagner and Jensen match, I actually um, – Thought that that was a, a pretty good match. You really got to show a little bit more of Jensen, um, you know, to see what type of skills that he got. So, um, but I, I, you know, I tell you, when it comes to Wagner, I, I, I would like to see more of him taking directions from the lady. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so hopefully she'd be back out there. The Shinsuke and uh, Sami Zayn match, man, that was one hell of a match. That was definitely too sweet yeah. from beginning to end. Uh, it was a very I mean that was a pay per view style um, match, just and and as far as I was concerned, so that was really good. And um, Sammy Callahan, I just want to shout out—he had a new entrance uh, this week and a new way that he did his. Um, they had video. I don't know how they did the video. Maybe they had something where video was attached to his, like maybe his hat, and the camera was facing him because as he was going through moving fast, you see the camera moving. With him, just as you know, if you know Sammy's uh, kind of style, yeah. you know, so it was it's a different camera angle that they were using. It looked like it was attached to him. Uh, pretty nice. I like that. Um, and can you believe Sammy is like a, a face? I mean, <laughs> you know, not be a heel. It's just it's really awkward to see him not in that mode. And, uh, you know, we would move. So anyway, that was my two sweet for the week. Uh, Simon Street, what's your two sweet? Uh, my two sweet for the week uh, actually came from Raw only just because I thought it was hilarious as, as, as shit was uh, the Bobby Lashley versus uh, Otis, uh, Gable, and Theory. I thought that that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I didn't have a problem with that one. I mean, that, that was the only thing I liked with Raw. Uh, but really, the two sweet for the week was coming from uh, AEW Forbidden Door, Jay White, Adam Cole, Okada, Hangman, Adam Page. Uh, for me... And, and, and I don't know if you guys will probably agree or not, but I will say I thought it was cool to see the exposure of people who normally don't watch New Japan and to understand and, and to really see the Rain Man, you know, Okada. Like, I think a lot of people really don't know. And I thought it was just really cool how to showcase it. Every I mean, like all four of those participants did an excellent job. I felt from start to end, 
I, it was just wow. I mean, like they were all on point, you know what I mean? And it came together well. Um, I did not think it was going to, at first, looking at the card, I was like, eh, might be a little discombobulated, but everything went to what went together smooth. And, and, and I think a lot of that is it goes to show is a lot of those guys are familiar with each other. You know, I mean, um, all four of those guys have been in New Japan in the past at one point or another. So they are comfortable with each other, um, was really, really cool. Uh, another thing uh, that was really, uh, you know, kind of fun to watch was uh, kind of seeing, um, you know, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. Uh, that was an, an amazing, amazing match, uh, mostly just for Will Ospreay because, again, like I'm going to say, a lot of people may not stateside be familiar with him. And I know he's been on AEW uh, showings the last couple of weeks and whatnot, but that match that he had with Orange Cassidy, again, just shows like another level that he's on. And it was just, you know, it was just fantastic to watch. So that's why, you know, that was my too sweet for the week. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and just before I get to Matt Michaels, I totally forgot. I kind of slipped up when I messed up the when I was talking about Wagner and Jensen. But I also threw in the the, the Tony D'Angelo and Carmelo match. That one mm, I was in mind too because I, I, I just love when, um, you know, Santos just had the, the knucks and he couldn't uh, – Get it to mm -hmm. uh, to get it right to Tony, and it slipped over to Carmella. That was so great. I'm I'm loving that whole storyline too. And uh, Tony's kind of growing on me. You know, Tony's growing on me a little bit. So um, I'm sorry. I didn't. I just want. I forgot to throw that in there. Uh, Matt Michaels. Uh, what else? Yeah, too sweet for the week. No, you know what? You made a good point too. Uh, wasn't it remarkable how he the toss was perfect oh, yeah. to Carmelo. Mm -hmm. so, like if he off, if he overshot it or anything, you know, yep. it would have it would have been bad. But it was just like beautiful and Carmelo's mm -hmm. look when he got the knocks. Right. It was just beautiful. <laughs> it was. That was so nice. Yeah. Um uh yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed Drew and Sheamus uh, versus the Usos. There was a lot of story going on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, with, especially with those uh you know with the run-ins that you thought would potentially fuck with the match, you know, you, you, there was just so much going on and yet they went with a, a pretty uh, decent finish on it. Um, mm -hmm. Austin theories, promo, and then seeing Lashley in the selfie. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And was. then to rub it in, they put the, <laughs> they put the picture on the Titan Tron. Yeah. Like, has anyone kind of gone, like, isn't it his personal phone? How are they getting his phone <laughs> to shoot it onto the Titan shot? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you um, got to give him props because if he sent it in to the truck or however and they grabbed it that quick, shout out to uh, Theory for doing that because that's the only thing that makes sense unless they already have a right. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. You would assume, right? Yeah. Um, and, and Theory, uh, top guy within the next year. There is no doubt yeah. about it. Again, seeing uh, Zeke and Elias together, uh, it proves they are different people. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll buy into it. Yeah. Uh, because if it was a fake beard in the clothes, how did he get around so quick to backstage? That's right. <laughs> Ezekiel was there. It was like so. <laughs> but Kevin Owens, you're right. Kevin Owens' reactions. Yeah. Uh, especially right after that spot when when he said he'd take the match for next week um and he just puts his head his hands on his head and was like 
pulling out his hair almost and just like <laughs> wailing like he's going insane. And he did it. And he did. He said exactly what they did was, look, you can't trick me. I know that video was recorded earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just... fucking brilliant. And here he is in like in his full wrestling gear. Right. It's like if that was if that was a quick change. Oh, damn. That was a pretty good quick change. And there's, there's an element for the audience and there's an element for the TV because of right. course you have Elias was in the ring, but you saw when they went back to the back, then you had Ezekiel who now met him as if he was always back. Yeah. there. So there's too many elements they're playing with. And it's just great. I mean, they <laughs> just shout out to them on this line storyline. And especially think about it. There's gotta be kids out there who are just it's like blowing their mind they've got to <laughs> right. be buying into this right yeah i would assume mm -hmm. so again i think this has been said uh here before but man if it turns out that he has a brother that looks <laughs> like that <laughs> that would That'd be nuts That'd yeah, be it would nuts. be amazing right? it would be did you not um, think uh oh sorry to add this in but did you guys not i don't know y'all y'all fit the same age category did you not feel like they was going to do like a parent trap song and dance when they had two of them on opposite sides together? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I thought they were going to start singing. Let's get together. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, you know, I thought it'd been pretty funny. <laughs> they should have well, done that I, shit because they can both I, sing technically. Well, we don't know. We don't know if Zeke can sing. <laughs> We've never heard Zeke singing. Yeah. Boy, so this is true. Yeah. You know what? Time out. Why don't they have Ezekiel sing? And it's horrible. It's like high pitched out. It's horrible. That'd be perfect. And and Sean just brought up. Uh, it's like the dual referee spot for Hogan versus Andre, except with the dual referee spot, they were actual twins. Oh. This is kind of like <sighs> just almost on that verge of fucking around with it enough mm -hmm. that you want to kind of you know you want to believe like. I mean, I was looking at that beer. Every close-up they shot of him in mm -hmm. the concert shot, I was looking. I wanted to see that that beer just, like, coming up a little bit and stuff. There was nothing. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, eventually. I mean, which if, makes you wonder, can they find a person that kind of resembles him that they could just put the beard on? Maybe not yeah. have him do a lot of talking, but at least a, come. even if he just comes out, from the back while Ezekiel's in the ring to kind of show that double is, you know, yeah, could still be kind of, you know, it can work. Yeah, especially if they keep him like on the stage with the guitar right, and exactly. like low light. Low light, yep. yep. That would be amazing. It would be great. And boy, I've missed those Elias concerts because <laughs> I... <laughs> You know, it it always seems to end with a nice uh, guitar shot, which is always fun. So, right, um, yeah, I agree. Waller versus Solo was good, especially uh, because Waller, you know, he's one of those guys who's going to be doing a lot of working in the ring because he's he's a good worker, but he's also that heel that is just that chicken shit heel. Oh, so yeah. it it's a nice work. And speaking of uh, guys who can work, Cameron Gimes has to be one of the top five workers in WWE yep. right now. Right. 100%. That match was fucking great. And it's like, oh, my God. And I can't wait to see him and Braun, man. Right, yeah. And Braun is going to be. Yeah. That's going to be. They got a lot of people coming up at NXT. Like, I mean, yeah. assuming that things go correctly as they should, it, it's going to be stacked. It's going to be good for the future. 
All right, guys, let's get into this week's WTF. All right, uh, I'll go here. I didn't have too much, but you know what? I'm done with Shanky dancing. I, I'm I'm done with it. I mean, it was fun <laughs> when he was dancing with Ricochet's girl. I all right, that's cool. But now they created an entire you know segment where they got the whole arena onto it, and then Shanky does the same dances. Maybe if he comes up with something different, it'll be like. Okay, that's funny, but he does the he's same. He's busting that Bollywood, that Bollywood <laughs> shit, man. He's getting it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> done with that. Uh, okay, NXT, Sola Sokoa and Grayson Waller. I love the match, right? But you're telling me that the ref didn't see when Waller pulls the, the corner off yeah. with the exposed buckle. The ref literally, at one point, because Grayson tried to throw it out of the ring, and the ref mm-hmm. literally, at some point, because he didn't make it to the ring, just kicked it out. Hey, ref, this is an exposed buckle. Why don't you <laughs> act like you've seen it? Okay? You know, have some reference to it. I don't know. That was a WTF for me. And how about the um, the 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 three count that happened with, was it uh, Tamina and Shotzi at uh, – on uh, yeah. SmackDown. In fact, McAfee was like, that's a three count. And I was like, that, that is a three count. And I went back and rewound mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, yes, that's a three count. <laughs> how did he, how did you mess that one up? You know, WTF on that one. But that one just kind of went by as well. So, which is weird because if you know how the, the matches are determined, what made him even hit the, hit it the third time. I was a little confused on that one. So, uh, nevertheless, yeah. that was my WTS for the week. Uh, how about you, uh, Strike uh, Simon? I don't know. I might I might have to go with that name. That sounds kind of slick, Striker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, um, my WTF actually. I think we're all going to have the same WTF, Shanky, but not so much that. Just like, like, damn man, is that what New Day is relegated to now? Is this shit? <laughs> I mean, and, and and that might be my personal opinion. I get it, but I was just like, I didn't see the purpose of it at all. Um, you know, I just. It just kind of sucks. I get it that they did that to kind of have the Viking Raiders 2.0 or whatever, <laughs> more authentic Viking Raiders come out. But I just kind of felt like, damn, like this is what New Day is doing until Biggie gets back. Is this what we're going to see? I guess everybody got to have a job, I guess, whatever. So that was one of my uh, WTFs. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like New Day is way better than that. Another one is NXT uh, 2.0. I mean, the whole Roxanne Perez and Cora J challenge – toxic attraction for the tag titles Eh, man i mean and maybe it's just me i just i felt like for what they were trying to pipe it up to it should have been a little bit better maybe because it was a lot longer than it probably should have been maybe that's just my opinion i I don't know i love the girls in toxic attraction yeah you can't tell me you don't want to see those four rolling i was just about to say that hold on all right so i'm gonna share a little bit of it real quick so I'm watching this with my girl, and, and and she's never gotten a chance to see them. I said, well, these are the girls that, you know, uh, uh, you don't want to bring home to mama. Because she's going to be like, hell to the no, 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 not mm-hmm. these girls. And she looked at him, she's like, yeah, if I had a son, he brought one of them girls. I'm like, hell no, send that bitch back. <laughs> <laughs> but we were watching the match, and she kind of even noticed. She was like, their interest, she said the interest was cool, but not much was, you know, entertaining. And I feel like I feel like you have something there with toxic attraction. You know, when, when we're talking about, you know, uh, 
Gigi Dolan. You know, it, it's like there's just something that's missing. And I don't know, maybe it's just me. So I'm going to keep saying what the fuck on this one. Could have been a lot better. Maybe mm-hmm. whoever the next challenge is for Toxic Attraction, it would be a lot better. Than that's just my That's my what the fuck. Okay, what you got, Matt Michaels? Uh, we got to go what the fuck to uh, bringing in Silas Young just to job out to hang in. Oh, yeah. That sucked. <laughs> That sucked. Yeah, and, and and in his hometown. And you know everyone always says, oh, AEW, the guys get to win in their hometown because WWE, right. they don't do that. So yeah, uh, that, that one just was really like, ah, oh, damn it. Uh, I also want to know, is it Rampage or ROH? Because <laughs> it's very ROH heavy. ROH, <laughs> kind of strange. I, I don't know. They got to do something about that. Uh, can we please release Ricochet already? Just yeah, well, yeah. I didn't need to see that match again. Um, yeah. Emperor Palpatine hyping up Cena for Monday Night Raw. That was in- interesting. God, Vince looks like keep him off TV now. Yes. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then finally, uh, can we just say what the fuck to having Veer talk? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a monster. And then he just like sounds like a meek really nice guy and it's like oh damn can i i just want to tell you michaels when we were at wrestlemania weekend i had opportunity to sit across from the guy who is beard he he speaks very eloquent he enunciates all of his words so i think that real life kind of dribbled into the character because he was very eloquent with the way he spoke yeah, it just kind of breaks down the whole. Uh, this guy's a monster, and he's going to kill you uh, when he's, uh, you know, if he would have just, you know, spoke in non-English and like, <laughs> not, like if he would have just growled, and that was it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I think I think that's 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 another what the fuck. All right. All right. Let's get into our uh, what we're looking out for. All right. What am I looking out for? Well, tonight on uh, the Forbidden Door, I guess, Mr. Let's see if I can get this right. Claudio <laughs> Castanogli. I'm sure I messed up. Castellanoli. There you go. Um, Castellanoli. Cesaro. Right. That's about to say Cesaro um, (laughs) showed up. So I'm looking to see what they're going to do with him. I mean, the one thing I will say that I I knew I was never going to have the opportunity of seeing Cesaro as a um, as a WWE champion of of you know a WWE champion. I'm. And that's okay if that's what it is. But let's see what AEW does with him. Are they going to get him up to that level? Or are they just going to keep him mid-card? Or at some point, he just falls off as well. I don't know. But I'm looking to see. And I'm wishing him luck for that. Um, the So I'm not fans of uh, Chance and Carter too much. Although I was a little bit impressed of this past week on NXT. But they are having their match with uh, Perez and Jade. And I am interested to see where that's going to go. That leads to toxic attraction there. I'm, I'm not going to say they're growing on me, but they did a better job, better job in keeping keeping me entertained uh, with their match. Do you, 
Do you think it was because they were a little more heelish with that promo against? It, yeah, it could have been. Say, yeah. It could have been. Yeah, because yeah, I don't like I don't like that whole hey we're TikToking and we're dancing together. Yeah. I don't like that yeah. shit. Yeah, so that could be it. Man, why they keep tasing me with Max Dupree? I'm ready for this guy to get his maximum male model out uh, out there so we can see what's going on. I, you know, come I, for for some reason I feel it's gonna this whole thing's gonna end up being him, but. Whatever the case may be, I just I'm I'm digging the storyline. They keep teasing me with it. Give him give it to me. Come on, get it right, man. Adam, <sighs> Jesus, dude, he has a better chance of being the FSW champion within the next six months than actually <laughs> getting a chance to be out there. It it's frustrating. I, I agree. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing I'm looking out for is Wesley. First off, shout out. To, yeah. The fans gave him a lot of love, and it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was. I give a lot of respect for that. Um, but I'm ready to see what they are going to do um, with him next. And uh, man, I, I just don't want him at all to be on the chopping block. I, I hope they see what everybody else see and continue to work on uh, building uh, his career because I think he can be up there with great matches of you know having those with an AJ Styles. Um, a Seth mm-hmm. Rollins. I could see those type of matches just going, you know, huge if they just give them time and let them work it out. So I'm looking out for that. How about you, Matt Michaels? What are you looking for? Uh, you know, I got to say the uh, Pat McAfee versus Corbin at uh, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that that just is, you know, we got what, about uh, six weeks or so to set that up or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So, that that should be interesting. I think that uh, you know what we saw from Corbin last week and what we saw from McAfee this week, uh, and two big dudes and two guys who will probably see um, some like vignettes or like uh, interviews with ex football players or current football players mm-hmm. to comment because of the fact that they were both football players. So right, good little tie in too, uh, especially around that time when SummerSlam is. Uh, you know, and football season is going to be right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I got to say, SummerSlam, Brock versus Roman in a last man standing match. Very interesting. And a oh. lot of it obviously has to come down because of the fact that there have been so <clears throat> many injuries going on that, you know, the original plans looked like it could have been Randy. Um, so we see Brock again. Um at least Roman will be on the show, we think, right? <laughs> so I wouldn't put my uh, money on that. <laughs> you never know, man. He might just take the night off, and, and so might Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, I actually was hyped up by the Tiffany Stratton, uh, Wendy Chu uh, potential. Yeah, I, I, that promo actually made me go. You know what? kind of interesting i like it <laughs> isn't it good also, seeing both of them anyways i mean don't you get a little piped up seeing stratton anyways oh yeah sure well you know what's crazy <laughs> if you you know if it's crazy seeing wendy in all of her uh you know onesies and all those that but i tell you i just um i i i've been on her instagram account and I, <laughs> have you now ha- have you now i have i won't lie and then mm-hmm. i tell you she now she don't have onesies on on there okay uh um, hey. but uh, but listen hey. 
Listen. Hey, Michaels, we may have to uh, pause the show because there might be a, 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 a dispute happening in the uh, he's impact got, house. He's, he's got the perfect excuse. He can go, I thought I was on your Instagram, honey. Ah! There you go. Yes. Look at how good you, you look. You look just as good as she does. Yeah, I'm just telling you, she... You know, if yeah. you just want to see a beautiful woman, just check out our Instagram page because you don't you see the one where she laying on the couch. I don't know if I've seen that one. That's the newest one, because the majority of them are just her just kind of posing and just kind of yeah. like she don't do a lot of like 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 most no, no. IG models yeah. putting their ass all out. She just most of the time just takes regular pictures. But I'm just saying you don't you don't get to see that look of her from the show because he's always in onesies. So it's like yeah. two different people when you when you check her out. But but I'm sorry, man. Go ahead, Michaels. You know you probably got a. Oh no, that, that's okay. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Are, Are you on the show? <laughs> oh, you on the? Okay, you gonna make me go to her Instagram? Okay. Well, while we I'll do, text he, with you right he now, ain't on Wendy Chu's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Don't uh, do it. Oh boy. <laughs> so uh, the, the final thing uh, I'd have to say, dude, I really was hyped up with the. Uh, the, the Thea moving into the Chase U dorms. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. And it's like right. this whole now it's the weird dynamic of uh we we're co ed dorms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And he's playing off of it as like just like having like, oh my god, this is gonna be hell. Um and then classes start this Tuesday. This is so going to be so interesting, wait. right? Yeah, can't <laughs> wait to see it. Absolutely. All right, Simon Street, what do you have uh, you're looking out for? Um, I'll make mine a little short. So, obviously, I'll add to what you said, Impact, Claudio, Castellanoli, mm-hmm. and AEW. I think it's good. I think it's really, really good, especially the way they're bringing them in with being a part of the Blackpool Combat Club. I think it's, it works better going in that. Because let's be real. Cesaro has a lot of things, but well, when he was in WWE as Cesaro, he had a lot of things going for him. Mike skills, not maybe the best. Might have been some improvements. Maybe he took some hacking classes or whatever. I don't know. But it's better going through this way because you're already associated with a group of guys, A, you're familiar with, B, being in a stable like that helps with bridging the gap, I feel, with some of those deficiencies we've seen in the past, right? It's also good, I feel, in a holding pattern because – Right now with AEW, there's a lot of things popping, a lot of things going on, and there's injuries, obviously. I think it's good to hold, put them in that holding pattern, and then whenever they want to release the button, they can. Um, I'm just excited for him to be there because when I think about him, I think about him versus Miro, right? I mean, yeah, we had that in the past in WWE with you know, Rusev and, and uh, Cesaro, but I think we'll see a little bit better matchup down the road, maybe in that situation. Um, even like I said, uh, you know, I don't want to go too much into it, but – the, the, the match that he had with uh, uh, Zach Sabre Jr. Was, was phenomenal. I felt like that was the perfect person for him to be in a match with. It showcased Zach Sabre Jr.'s. Uh, and we already know that, you know, Claudio is, is a work of, of athleticism. And he's just a specimen. He is, I would say, and hopefully I, I'm saying it correctly, a wrestler's wrestler. When I hear a lot of wrestlers that speak about somebody that they probably would watch nonstop, they've always mentioned him, whether he was in WWE mm-hmm. or now he's being in AEW. So I'm super work- looking for him. Another person I'm looking at, and I was sleeping a little bit on NXT for the last couple of weeks because I've been busy, uh, Damon Kemp. Oh, my God. 
Now, if I'm not mistaken, that's Gable Stevenson's brother, if I'm not mistaken, right? Because his name's Robert, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Dude is a monster. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, so so I'm excited to see more of him coming in, uh, as we talked about a little bit earlier. Well, a and, lot and, of it. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would figure that it's going to end up being the uh, – the brothers versus those two brothers. Well, not not the brothers. That brothers. Was, okay, <laughs> you talking about the the, the the Stevenson brothers? No, no, that's Stephen the Diamond Mines uh, guys. The Creed brothers. Uh, Creed brothers. Yeah. 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 Which, when I think of Creed, I think of Apollo Creed. So that's <laughs> yeah. why I can't keep those guys' name in my head. Um, I think I think you're right. I think seeing those, you know those two teams finally go at each other for a diamond mine, like superiority mm-hmm. or, you know, calling themselves or whatever. I think, yeah, that should be interesting. Good, good call on that one. Yeah. I mean, cause I was barely impressed. Uh, and like I said, it's my first time seeing him in ring action. I don't know if maybe he already had, was in a couple of matches before. I don't remember like two weeks ago, sure. he'd been in a match. So I think it might've been almost kind of like a debut sort of, kind of, uh, maybe he was in level up. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why I wasn't paying attention because I don't watch level yeah. up as much as I probably should. But um, yeah, like I said, we mentioned it earlier. NXT 2.0, especially with some of the changes that have been reinitiated back into uh, management, very promising for that brand. Very, very promising. A lot to work with. So. All right, all right. Well, we will go into what is the best in show this week. All right, so best in show would probably be for me SmackDown. It, it definitely was entertaining all the way from beginning to end. Um, again, the, the the Shinsuke Sammy match was just was just uh, was just awesome. Um, Natalia doing the whole thing with Ronda. Watching Gunther kill Ricochet was just uh, <laughs> basically <laughs> the Paul Heyman segment was really cool. Um, also learned that is the Undertaker having something called a one dead man show that he's going to take questions. What? You're going to make me yeah. go to SummerSlam not to go to the actual show, but just to go to his show and then fly back after the the, the Q and A. <laughs> but yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, SmackDown was definitely <clears throat> my best in show this week. If I was a uh, a New Japan fan, it would probably have would have been. Forbidden door, but oh well. Uh, Matt Michaels, what was your uh, best in show? Oh, it had to be Forbidden Door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that being said, uh, no, and NXT, I think, um, and, and SmackDown, it's like neck and neck, man. I, I really uh, thought both those were really uh, solid from uh, beginning to end, but. Uh, best in show, I'm going to give to The Rock for buying Tamina the house. Yeah, that was cool. That was what's up. It was a good nod. Yeah, yeah. If if I if you haven't seen it, um, just uh, look it up on uh, online, and uh, you know, it's it, you talk about someone who takes care of the family. That's pretty freaking awesome to buy your cousin a house. Yeah, right. The real, the real head of the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dope. All right, Simon Street. What was yours, man? Um, you know, you know, to be real with you, mine honestly was AEW uh, Forbidden Door. And the reason why I would say that is because they went in to accomplish a mission. Right. And I felt like they succeeded. They went in. They wanted to expose stateside 
to more casual people who probably only would watch AEW, maybe wouldn't ordinarily try to venture out and see New Japan talent, mm-hmm. you know, or for some people who, like myself sometimes, doesn't get a chance to always constantly watch and see some familiar faces. I felt like they accomplished it. Um, shout out to them, too, because there was a lot of snags that they experienced a couple of weeks, maybe the three weeks before Forbidden Door, to where, like I said, with injuries, trying to kind of navigate through that. And I felt like they put like all the, the like the card together. It, it was it was decent. I mean, obviously, you know, some people it, Well, I, I'll put it this way. I think that they even utilize matches that normally I know you two can't stand. And anything that says thing is usually something where like, oh, my gosh. But he even found a way to creatively utilize Sting to where he wasn't just yucking up a match. Uh, it, it, again, it was just really, really great from start to finish. Um, I, I would you know, say this. I even, think, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Ahead. I shouldn't. Have, go ahead, man. Keep going. No, no. I, I was also going to say, too, this whole time I've been trying to contain myself a little bit. You probably seem to get more animated because I'm watching the last match, John Moxley versus uh, uh, freaking Tanahashi. Wait, it literally is still going because I was going to make a joke about it still going. But well, it's- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm trying to contain myself while I'm talking to y'all and watching it at the same time. And I'm like, shit, it, it's finally. Well, that match is finished. I don't know. Should I get spoilers? Are we gonna get trouble for some shit like that? No, it's over. Yeah. Fuck it. John Moxley wins the interim AEW championship. So that's entering. Even though we give shit about this whole interim weird shit. So, anyways, we got John Moxley. We got, uh, you know, CM Punk still AEW championship. That makes for a good match down the road whenever Punk's foot heals in like, I don't know, seven, eight weeks. I don't know how long, or, or months. I don't know how long it takes. Anyways, I shut the fuck up. It was really cool. I liked it. I was enjoyed. Made me want to really start making time to watch New Japan. And um, I would say they played it safe. It was great. Yeah, I'll just I'll just say this right quick before we end it. So I looked a little bit at the Thunder Rosa Tony Storm match, and I think I I I think I might know part of some of the issue is with the, and I could be wrong. I would just it was just something that hit me while I was watching it. When you watch all the matches before they get to a lot of the women's matches, you know, you're watching nothing but spots on spots and jumping off the rings and jumping off the arenas and all types of crazy shit that they do constantly, one after one match, one next to the next match or the next match. It's just spot after spot after spot. And then sometimes when you get to the women's match, they're not doing a bunch of spots. They may just be doing more just basic wrestling. And it doesn't turn out to be as exciting like there is like a down period from that so i don't know if that's something they want to think about when you know in terms of the women matches because you want to make that just as exciting as the men's but if they're not doing all of these spots that all of these men's are doing at, at times when you start to watch it the crowd is just you know i mean they like it but it doesn't have the same effect Can Can I? yeah go ahead i'm sorry well no go ahead Michael. Ask, yeah just a quick question dj do you think that could have been the crowd not – so would it have been different maybe if Rosa faced someone from New Japan? Or you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they were there specifically to see New Japan. That's true. I think. Yeah, that's true so too. So maybe that's it because Tony Storm and, and Rosa are fucking great. Right. And yeah. I see what you're saying 100%. But it's, a, it's, it's like that New Japan style is that like all that yeah. shit. And right. so maybe I don't know. Simon, well, we... it, well, well, I was also going to say too. You know, uh, you know, traditionally, if you look at New Japan, there's really not 
a women's division. That's more where you, right. you see like, you know, different promotions that they have in Japan that's more for women, you know, right? But there is a point that Impact did make that I've seen recently with exactly that. And I think a lot of that is, and it's my opinion, uh, Britt Baker really had a lot of crazy bloody ass matches for a while. And that's not to take away from Thunder Rose and the, and the job she's done. I think she's been a great, uh, you know, female representation of AEW locker room for the most part. But I feel like it's 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 kind of, does she have to ele- meet that level that was kind of given if if that's the spot in the example that Impact gave? Well, I'm just saying. You see if, what I'm saying? Because I wonder if some people expect that. Maybe you want to have like a big man's match, you know, like a Hobbs or like a Warlow match b- before they get on because they're not going to do no more than their power slams and then that's it. But you're not going to get these crazy spots that's happening before their match to just get them going Oh, oh, you know, that they're just doing at every match. You know it what just, I'm saying? It, I, th- I think it just all depends on, you're right, the spot that they're on the card. But I think also, too, is just how they boost the match. I think, no, I, and I could be wrong. The last couple competitors that Thunder Rosa has faced has not been, you know, uh, I, I want to say that's the pace of the match was supposed to be, right? It wasn't supposed to be this this crazy high spot intense type of match. It's always been almost like more of like level headed. Well, you know, but they don't pound, have, but like, they don't like have any. Match. But they don't have any women that I know of that that it have that, that do spots the way the men do. Yeah, right. Well, they 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 did. I mean, Sheeta was doing a, a whole bunch of uh, that works high out. spots for a while. I know it didn't work out so well, but I'm just yeah. saying like. Yeah, so you're right for the most part. But, but you, you know, you, there, there's two things that you guys just said that are kind of interesting. One is uh, Britt Baker, if she didn't bleed and she wasn't entertaining on the mic, would she? Would anyone care? Because she's not a good wrestler. Watch her, watch her wrestler. She's not. She's not Thunder Rosa in the ring. She's not right, Tori yeah, Storm in the ring. Right. Yeah. But the second thing, and I think that you just hit something that I didn't even think about, DJ. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned Hobbs and Wardlow, and neither of them were on this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that's crazy that here's, you know, where are your guys, right? Well, I could answer that. Again, I think that with this pay-per-view, I saw that they were playing it safe as much as they could. I, I really yeah, but- felt like they were playing safe because it didn't, it, 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 it did feel like AEW heavy, obviously, right? But I felt like it was more trying to groom newer audiences to see a japan uh, you know a japan product i don't I, but i think i think you're wrong and, and the reason okay. i think you're wrong is this the fans here that watch aew there will be some new people who watch new japan some mm-hmm. but for the most part the aew fans already watch it right that is true that is true but aew could have made themselves a bigger name in Japan, if Very you true. would have seen now some of those new guys, guys they've never possibly seen, you know, do you think that they've seen Wardlow or, or Will Hobbs in Japan? Probably not, unless, you know, they are aware of AEW. So, and then what is their deal in Japan? I'm not too sure of their, you know, their yeah, I'm, Well, so, you know, you, I, I'll leave it at this because I want to say no more and waste time, but one thing that's interesting is the showtime. So we just got done over here in the United States watching it, right? But I believe Australia, um, UK is like 1 a.m. 
Australia is a little bit later than that. So one a.m. they though, probably leave the next day. They're in the morning. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Australia. The next day, but I'm but I'm yeah. saying that that's when it's going to be shown for them. Oh, so mm-hmm. uh, that's interesting to see what because that you make a good point, Michael. So like like what does that look like internationally? Yeah, for AEW point. and eyes on the AEW product, because I only did look at it one way. It looked like they were grooming a lot of people to kind of ease people into the New Japan product, e- even to the point to where when they, a lot of the announcers, like after the end of the finish, you would hear, uh, you know, Japanese announcer name the name right afterwards. So I, I just just it was interesting. I liked it. <clears throat> All right, guys. Good stuff. Well, everyone, thanks for uh, hanging out and um, and yeah, hanging out with us. And we're going to start up our next three count uh, live cast in just a moment. So if you're watching us, just be prepared to uh, when you see that notification, just jump back on and we have a discussion. We got three good topics. If you're watching online, you see what those topics are going to be. If you're just downloading, thank you for taking uh, the time to download and listen to us. And we will, um, you know, we'll see you back next time. Until then, take care and. Uh, Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.